You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. Hello there. I hope everyone is ready to learn some English. If this is your first time here, my name is Brent. This is Speak English with this guy. And the goal of this channel is to help you improve your English. And one of the best ways to improve your English is by reading the news. And that is what we are going to do today in this English lesson. I first must need to say... My thoughts are with all of the families who have been affected. There was a tragedy in Indonesia less than 24 hours ago, and it happened at a soccer match. That's what we would say in the United States. You might say in English, uh, a football match, or it happened on the football pitch we would probably say it happened on the soccer field. But we are going to read an article. Oh, it looks a little like this. And I'll also have a few English vocabulary words that might help you in your next English conversation. Now, they are pretty advanced, but the words are tear gas, panicked, spectators, suffocate, accumulation, and condolences. So I'm hoping those are new words for most people watching. Maybe some will be review, but I'm going to try to keep this lesson fairly short. I'm filming it on a Sunday. I'm sure many people are going to be busy. Who knows? You might be watching on replay. If you are, do you mind giving this lesson a like, a thumbs up? It helps other people who are learning English find the, the lesson. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, welcome. Hope everyone is doing well. I also want to apologize for any mistakes I make when I mispronounce Indonesian words. In fact, I might skip over some of them. I also apologize for the bare bones set we have here. I'm simply in front of a kind of a gray wall, but because of the flooding that happened at my house a couple months ago, my studio is not looking great, but at least I can still go live down here. And I also have on my, my glasses. Some might call them spectacles. We'll talk about spectators. And if those two words are related, should I say hello to some people? I think there are some people actually watching. So Yulia, welcome. Eagles flies here. Natalia made it back. I know she ran to the bathroom quickly. Uh, Audie the tie. Got to be pretty late there. Hey, and one of my students, Austin, he says, hi. And of course, Harry is here. Harry is from Indonesia. I know it's very late for Harry. I hope you don't know anyone involved in this unfortunate incident. Looks like Pablo's here too, from Spain. 
All right. Resembles Portuguese. Okay. Nice. All right. Let's get into the article. Let me pull it up right here. So here's the headline. It's in big, bold letters and very tragic. At least 174 dead after crowd crush at Indonesian football match. So this is from a British newspaper. I figured people who live in the UK know more about soccer. So we will see some different spellings in this article than you might see if it was written in an American newspaper. And we are live on Facebook too, I believe. Mahmood is live on Facebook. So let's read the first paragraph. And even after this first paragraph, there are quite a few difficult, advanced English vocabulary words. At least 174 people were killed and around 180 injured at a football match in Indonesia after police used tear gas in response to a pitch invasion by rioting fans causing a crush among panicked spectators. So let's break down a couple of those words, talk about them a little bit more in depth here. The first one I have for you is tear gas. Tear gas. You might also hear this called mace. Tear gas and mace are designed to do the same thing. Make somebody cry. Make it hard for somebody to breathe. And in the picture, you can see probably the police are using tear gas on protesters, on rioters. But tear, it does come from the wet stuff that falls from your eye when you cry. Some people in the United States will carry around mace just in case they have problems with somebody. If they work at night and they walk to their car alone, they might carry a small bottle of mace. And if somebody approaches them and tries to steal their car, they can use that mace on them. So some people in the United States carry mace. The police, when they use it, you will usually hear that called tear gas. In the article, it was one word, but in the United States, we separate those two words. We call it tear gas. I hope none of you watching right now have ever experienced tear gas. I never have. It doesn't sound fun. The next one is panicked. Panicked. If you are watching, you can see the two people in the picture and they look scared. I tried to pick two people who looked scared because panicked and scared are almost exactly the same thing. The weird thing is though, when you use panic in the present tense, it doesn't have a K. Take a look at this sentence. Some people panic 
when a snowstorm is coming, they buy all of the bread and milk in the supermarket. It was a little cold this morning when I was putting together this English lesson. So you will see a couple sentences with snow. I was thinking of snow this morning. Let's check the chat just to make sure there aren't any questions. Jose is here from Columbia. Hope you're doing well. Um, I thought I saw. Yes, you might. Natalia from Chile. Thank you. You might also hear pepper spray. Now, I'm not sure if tear gas, mace, pepper spray are different, but I know they do the same thing. If somebody is trying to hurt you, you can spray pepper spray into somebody's eyes and that will probably stop them from hurting you. You might also get it in your eyes, which is not good, but at least they probably won't hurt you. Yes, hey, Mahmoud says, I don't like reading the news in English because it's very difficult and there are a lot of new difficult words that I don't know. Yes, some people say that if you can read English comfortably, the news in English, that means you really know the language. Easier said than done. Yeah, that's why we are going to take a look at some of the most difficult words in this English lesson. All right, um, Eagles Flies wondering, is it legal to buy mace and carry it? Yes, in the United States, it is. Absolutely. I don't have any, but maybe I should. And the next word in that difficult paragraph was spectators spectators now spectators are people who watch a sport or they watch an event when you see spec in english think to look at so right now i'm wearing my reading glasses but a very formal way to say glasses would be spectacles these are these are my spectacles I'm wearing my spectacles to help me read the news. Spectacles are not participants. Participants actually participate in the event. So at this event, at this soccer match, the participants would be the soccer players. The spectators are everyone who is watching the match. So I'm sure for this soccer match, there were fewer participants than spectators. There were probably way more spectators at this match. All right, back to the article. There we go. The next paragraph, I will move it up and make it bigger. Police and organizers are facing scrutiny over the tragedy one of the world's deadliest sports stadium disasters, including questions over the use of tear gas inside the venue, which is contrary to FIFA guidance. Oh boy. What about that term facing scrutiny? Facing scrutiny. If somebody is facing scrutiny, 
It means questions are being asked. It means maybe they didn't do the right thing. Scrutiny, it means to take a closer look at something. So you might scrutinize the news when you read it in English. You might take notes. You might be more careful about reading the news in English than when you read the news in your native language. Scrutinize. Scrutinize. Also, you might scrutinize over an interview. If you have an interview coming up for a job, you might scrutinize over it. Means pay close attention to it. Take notes. Be prepared. Here, the police are facing scrutiny because they use tear gas. It's contrary to FIFA guidance. If something is contrary, it means it's the opposite. So probably FIFA says do not use tear gas at soccer matches. And they did. That might be a problem. So, so sad. Um, and I think we will get to one of the victims who was quite young. This is where I'm probably going to have to skip some words. I wish Harry was here to help me because they are definitely Indonesian. And I do not want to mispronounce any Indonesian words. The incident occurred after a match in which the Javanese club, Arema, was defeated by their rival. Rival. Let's talk about that word. If I can highlight it. Rival. So a rival is another word for enemy. It's probably not as bad as an enemy. You probably hate an enemy. But a rival is someone you compete with. Maybe you have had many matches with them over the years. You win some. They win some. But there might be bad blood between the two rivals. If somebody has bad blood, it means they don't exactly like them. So they probably have played each other very close matches one team wins, the other team wins the next year. Maybe the fans don't like each other, which is could be the problem in this match here. The next one, this is where things go downhill. Things get bad. Supporters from the losing side stormed the pitch. Now, you might know storm when it comes to weather, really bad weather. Rain or snow could be called a storm, but people can also storm something. In the United States, we have a holiday called Black Friday, where there are a lot of good sales at the stores. And sometimes the sales are so good, when the store opens, people will storm the store. That means a lot of people run inside at the same time. It can be dangerous. And of course, here, it was dangerous. Let's get back to this article here. Stormed the pitch. And authorities 
Those are people who are in charge. Why does it keep doing that? Authorities fired tear gas, leading to a crush in cases of suffocation. Uh Uh-oh, big word. Let's take a look at what suffocation means. Or to suffocate. Both of those words are very closely related. To suffocate is the verb. Suffocation is the noun. It's the thing. If someone is suffocating, they are not able to breathe. And I'm sure that between the tear gas and so many people crowding into one area, it was hard to breathe. There wasn't enough oxygen for everyone and people started suffocating. They were unable to breathe. Let's see here. I want to go to this. This paragraph right here. They went out to one point at the exit. Then there was a buildup. In the process of accumulation, there was shortness of breath, lack of oxygen. Let's look at accumulation. Then the verb, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't share the, I didn't share the article with you. You just had the, uh, the word accumulation is the next word. And it's a hard one because it means to build up over time. Snow can accumulate over a period of time and it will get higher and higher. When people stormed the exit, there wasn't enough room for everyone. In that article, they mentioned build up. Build up is an English phrasal verb you can use instead of accumulate. Both very advanced, I know. You can say the snow is accumulating outside of my window. Have it right on the screen. The snow is accumulating outside the window right now. You could use the English phrasal verb build up instead. The snow is building up outside the window right now. And the last word I would like to talk about right now. The football world is in a state of shock. Yes, please. Let's not forget the victims of the families. Almost 400 people were either killed or hurt in some way. I extend my deepest condolences to the family and friends of the victims who lost their lives following this tragic incident. So let's talk about condolences. He just mentioned condolences. Condolences. These are feelings you have when something bad happens to another person. And if you want a phrase to use, if somebody has had some hardship or some bad news in their life, you can say, I offer my condolences. I offer my condolences. So if you knew one of these families who lost somebody, a good thing to say, I'm sorry for what happened. I offer my condolences. And here's a sentence for you. 
I offered my condolences to my friend after his mother passed away. And passed away is an English phrasal verb we often use instead of died. A lot of people in English don't like to talk about death, so we'll find other ways to say it. And one way is to say passed away. Let's check the chat to make sure there are no other questions. Stas is here. How are you? Two days in a row. Mega's here. How are you? Yes, Natalia, you can offer your grievances. You can offer your grievances. Okay, so I offer my condolences or I offer my grievances. All right, checking through the chat just to make sure there are no questions about this article. I'm going to try to keep it short. Ivana, how are you? From Poland. Hope you are doing well. All right, Marco says, in a situation like this, breathing is hard enough. Absolutely, because of the tear gas. And the use of tear gas made things getting from bad to worse. We use that quite a bit. Things went from bad to worse. You have a lot of people in one area. It's hard to breathe in a crowd sometimes. Add tear gas, like Marco said, it went from bad to worse. Rack up. It's almost the same as accumulate. Yeah, I wouldn't say that for snow though. You probably wouldn't say, whoa, the snow is racking up out there. Uh, Maybe, maybe. But if you are buying lots of things, like on that holiday we have here, Black Friday, a lot of people rack up on items. So rack up and accumulate can be used. I wouldn't say they're interchangeable, but I hope that helps because sometimes you can use them the same way. All right, this is at, oh, phew. Our Indonesian friend, Harry, said I pronounced something correctly. Great. All right, I'm going to keep this short, 20 minutes. I know a lot of people don't have time for an hour-long lesson. I hope this English lesson was helpful for you. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Hit that like button. And I do offer my condolences to anyone who might have been affected by this news story. Almost 200 people lost their lives at a soccer match. That is truly tragic. Thank you all for joining. Adios, amigos. See you soon.